Hello, creeps. I'll be your ghost. I mean host. As we delve the crypts of spooky movies and even spookier theory. Welcome to Horror Vanguard. Ooh, hello, all of you wonderful ghouls of the audience. Today begins the glorious month, the the spookiest month of the year. We are ringing the bells of the crypt. It is Halloween season, uh, formally and officially. I am one of your co-ghosts. I am Ashley Jack. <laughs> I know my name, damn it. I am. I'm not. I'm not the tethered version of Ashley Darrow. I know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am joined, as always, by my 100% surface-dwelling co-host, co-ghost, John, aka the Liquor Guy. How's it going, John? Uh, I am. I am here. I am not a Morlock. I am. I am very <laughs> excited. I do. I do feel like someone has stolen part of my brain recently. So you know, there is that. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? We're going to work through it. And and you know, if there's anything. The internet truly needed. Uh, it's 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 more brainless podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're here we're here for the spectacle. You know, like this is this is the psychic equivalent of watching us get eaten alive by some spaceborne entity. Uh, yeah, a, a a bad miracle, if you will, in auditory <laughs> form. Podcasting the bad miracle. We are, yeah, but the, truly the bad miracle that which can just. Drop out of the fucking sky is a <laughs> extremely long podcast on the uh, th- on the major work of uh, a landmark American film director. The specificity of the relationships may change, but we still have our pathways out of oppression negated by their sublimation into systems of aesthetics as politics. In short. We see the seeds of proto-fascism struggling to drown the gasping breath of a free world in the sunken place. In the end, a reinstating of the material, police sirens blare, lights flash, and it's only through solidarity that we are not right back where we started. Luck, realization, struggle, and solidarity. If that's all we are to have, then so be it. The forces of oppression thrive in isolation. In isolation, we wither. As such, isolation is our enemy, and camaraderie and friendship meaningful, material paths to the negation of our oppression. Jordan Peele's work is a really good example of this problem, which is a kind of critical reductionism where... And the big thing here is, like, uh, Easter egg spotting. I remember when the trailer for Us dropped, Mm -hmm. and it's like... It was, like, 90 seconds... um, and basically the internet went wild in trying to kind of like draw out as many kind of Easter eggs and references. And they the, the, the kind of aim is to construct this sort of like codex of everything that the film means. And in a way, you like to do that as its end point, you end up kind of hollowing the film out into nothing. Because I obviously he's someone who's very aware of cinematic history and cinematic influences and kind of like openly steals from the people that he really likes, mm-hmm. which I saw, which I respect more than a kind of un, unwitting pastiche. But but that's not the same thing as having no uh, distinctive content or originality. Or and and so I sort of worry sometimes that like 
this obsession with Easter egg spotting, this obsession with like decoding and the, all the various theories that people come up with is is fun. Yeah, I get it. But also I feel like we end up not really doing anything beyond going, oh, look, it's point the film. We're once again pointing into the film solely to point outwards to something that means that we don't actually have to engage with the film itself. The working class is a subterranean class. We are, in all respects, bound to that which occurs beneath the surface of our world. Us draws on a familiar formula. All the way back to the Morlocks from H.G. Wells' Time Machine, depicting the working class as a troglodytic race is hardly new. What strikes me now is the salience of this depiction. It's easy to trace the Morlock in the working class when dealing with the literal subterranean. The Morlock is the horrifying maximum for the reality of the miner. However, we don't even need to go that far underground to find ourselves the working class beneath the earth. Flooded basement apartments, moldering subway stations, valleys choked with soot. These are our homes, and the homes we make beneath the surface of the world. We sleep under the overpass while struggling to make enough money for our boss so he can buy a second condo for his fail son. Our homes beneath the surface of this world are not without their advantages. Our struggle for basic freedom is likewise underground, our logistics imperceptible by our oppressors. The surface dwellers can never understand how we feel the breeze more keenly for its absence. In the darkness of our caves, we lose sight of the superficial. It is enough that we are here, together, in this shared cavern society. At least this is our great hope. A better world is waiting just on the surface, and we will find our way there together. Beneath the streets, a classroom. Join us as we discuss us. There's this idea of like um, the mirror stage and Lacanianism. This this moment of ego formation when you are when you recognize your own self alienation, where you look in the mirror and you go, "Oh, that's me over there." in the mirror (laughs) the image is the reflection the image is both me and it's not me right so there's this moment of almost like misrecognition and that's the Mm -hmm. point at which the the ego and body come to see themselves as like these kind of separate knots of discourse and i i i think personally personally i've always read the film as being about on a foundational level this horror of not being uh, the horror is our inability to make sense of ourselves of who we are on a kind of really foundational level and you can scale it up obviously because like uh us uh or us right (laughs) right the whole point about the whole point about hands across america comes to mind as this is like America doesn't know how to make sense of itself on this kind of foundational level. There is a mm-hmm. there is a there is a misrecognition that's happening and it's happening both all the way down into the very kind of essence of the subject and all the way up if you will or on the macro level at the level of the state and and the and the nation. We only have ourselves to run from, only internalized cringe to fear. I do hope that one day We can stand naked in the light of a new dawn, unafraid of that which would have once made us cringe, all while watching peacefully as clouds pass us by. 
I really like Nope. I like it a lot. Um, and I think it's... Uh, and I sort of agree. It doesn't have the... It doesn't kind of like land like an absolute kind of bombshell that Get Out did. And it isn't as weird as us. But I also think that its success is a reflection of the impact those other two films have had, right? So I like it a lot. I am... Um, and I honestly, I thought it was one of the best films I saw last year, like uh, by by quite some distance. And it's again, I think the obvious kind of point counterpoint to it is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes, yes. Um, like this is this feels very it, this like this feels very Spielbergian, right? But it's it's got a kind of like um, emotional intensity to it and an emotional kind of. Uh, there's a sort of it's a very kind of it's a much emotionally darker film and i think that's mostly because of oj who i daniel uh Kaluuya is just phenomenal in this movie um uh and i love the relationship between oj and m i think both of mm-hmm. them because i mean like this is a film that's basically about the our inability to look away from like tragedy in some ways, right? Our, our our inability to to look away, and our inability to do anything other than look, um, and I I think it's honestly I think it's great. It's it's I'm I'm very very fond of it. I don't know if it's my favorite one out of the three. I think Us mm-hmm. is maybe my favorite because it's the the strangest <laughs> but, because it's the Dark Souls two. Yeah, yeah, it's the Dark Souls two, <laughs> but it's like. It's also a really good comment on filmmaking as an mm-hmm. act, as well, and 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 I think that's maybe the thing that's the the strongest point about it. If what do you think then about this as a sort of like meta commentary on the act of making a film? We hope you've enjoyed the dread discourse. Until next week, stay spooky.